I am uh, really, really pleased to announce my next guest, uh, and that is Mark Nordenberg, who uh, is one of the great chancellors in really educational history, if you look at what the University of Pittsburgh did in his time. But he's not really here to talk about his time as chancellor. He's here to talk about Herb Douglas, uh, former Olympian, bronze medalist, and uh, one of the great uh, stories, not just of Pitt athletics, but of, you know, uh, really Western PA, Pennsylvania, and frankly, given his Olympic exports, exploits the world. So let's bring in... uh, Mark. Hi, Mark. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, Paul. Thanks. And uh, I couldn't agree with you more that we're talking about an extraordinary man who led an extraordinary life. A- absolutely. And and I think that, um, you know, one of the things that always struck me about him whenever I talked to him was even, you know, I probably the last time I talked to him was maybe four or five you know years ago, something like that. Uh, but even that dad, had, I mean, he always had an energy and sort of that zest that, you know, he sort of picked people up, didn't he? He sure did. You know, he loved people and they loved him right back. Uh, part of that was a really magnetic personality. But he also had a determined sense of purpose. He always seemed to be involved in another project uh, that was going to contribute to the greater good. And, of course, he had a lot of lessons to share from his life. No question about it. I mean, uh, he won the uh, the bronze medal in, in 1948. And um, that, to me, if you look at... All of the things that he accomplished after that, uh, it's incredible that that probably, you know, was just sort of the starting point. For a lot of people, that's probably, you know, the the apex of their life is winning a a medal in the Olympics. That probably was just sort of the start for him, wasn't it? It was. And I've thought about that sometimes that, uh, uh, you know, you get a guy who uh, lives the kind of uh, life as a young man that he did. Uh, And there was a lot to overcome in terms of his father being blind and helping him in the business. And, uh, you know, there was racial discrimination. He was one of the first uh, people of color to play football at Pitt. Uh, And he overcame all of those things. And it seems as if he tackled all the rest of his life with the same kind of determination that uh, he wasn't just going along. He was going to get things done. No, no question. Um, and I think that was a big thing. You know, I talked a little bit about his mentorship and the, the, the number of even, you know, of, of younger people, um, you know, relative to him, obviously, but the number of younger people that he really offered uh, that kind of leadership to and, um, you know, was able to draw on his own experiences to, to help out. I mean, you, you probably saw it firsthand because, you, you, you know, he, he's, he's, a, he's a longtime friend of yours. Well, I did see it firsthand because I would uh, interact with him and with students. I can remember taking him down on a number of occasions to talk to the football team. And, of course, people were mesmerized because he'd done things they would like to do, whether that was in sports or in business. And then when you would go to his uh, birthday parties, he'd have uh, every five years, he'd have a big birthday party at the Heinz History Center. And you'd see all the people who were there 
uh, now not young people, but who considered him to be a mentor. Uh, you know, you mentioned Roger Kingdom before, double gold medalist, Edwin Moses, double gold medalist, uh, yeah, John Carlos, who gave the Black Power salute from the uh, uh, medal stand in 1968. Uh, you know, it was just incredible to see the kind of impact he'd had. Well, and the other thing is uh, you also, you know, obviously were the chancellor at Pitt for a long, long time, and, and he was a great friend to the university, wasn't he? He sure was. We brought him onto the board, and Herb was the kind of guy, if he was in your group, it was a better group. Uh, everybody seemed to gravitate toward uh, Herb. Uh, and so he was uh, both uh, a, a, just an uplifting presence, but he also took the work of being a, a trustee seriously. Uh, so he was always well prepared and a, a great contributor to discussion and decision making. He also had a scholarship, right? I mean, for track athletes, I think he, I think the, the, the Herb Douglas scholarship, correct? Yes, there is an endowed scholarship in his name here that supports uh, track athletes. Uh, and as Chancellor Gallagher announced on the occasion of his 100th birthday, uh, the new indoor track at Pitt is going to be named in his honor. Uh, so his presence is going to continue to be felt in a wide range of ways here at Pitt. There's, there's, there's no question about it. I think one thing that's pretty cool, Mark, is that a lot of people, you know, that may know his story or may sort of, sort of know his story or sort of know who he is, don't realize that, you know what, he's an Alderdice grad. He's, he's, yeah. he's from right here in the city of Pittsburgh. He's an Alderdice grad. In fact, I think he was the first black basketball player at Alderdice. Um, right. and, 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 and he just is a, was a guy that was sort of a, a pioneer in many ways. He sure was. And, you know, he was proud of Alderdice, too. And uh, one of my good friends, because Herb has spent the last four months here in Pittsburgh, uh, dug up a uh, copy of the 1940 Taylor Alderdice yearbook uh, so I could bring it in to Herb. And we went through that yearbook, and he was pointing out who was in his class and what they had done and what their kids was done, had done. Uh, he was proud of that connection, too. How, how did you sort of develop a friendship with him? Is it just what, through your work at Pitt or you know, your work on other projects? Or Well, he took the initiative, and that is he and I went out to lunch together 30 years ago. Uh, he had asked if we could. Uh, and, you know, he had the Jesse Owens uh, Award that honored the best, quote, amateur athlete in the world every year. Uh, and he also had started a Jesse Owens Global Award for Peace, uh, which was given every other year and uh, was presented to somebody who had a background in sport, uh, but who had made some contribution to World Fellowship of Peace. And, you know, Nelson Mandela and uh, the first President Bush and Kofi Annan, the Secretary General of the United Nations, uh, became recipients of it. And basically, Herb asked me if I would uh, chair the selection committee uh, for that award. And uh, that gave us something important to do together. Uh, 
Uh, and Herb was always into getting things done. So that became an important part of our friendship. Well, uh, Chancellor, uh, I appreciate you taking a few minutes and, uh, and, and, and talking about, obviously, a, a great, great man. If you uh, could just leave us with maybe one thought that you think, you know, that it would be pertinent to, to, for people to think about Herb Douglas when they think about his life. Well, I think that he loved people uh, and he believed in giving back. Uh, and uh, those will t- be two important uh, dimensions of his legacy. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been great catching up. It's been way too long uh, since we last nice talked. Nice to talk to you, Paul. All Thanks. right. Uh, that Bye-bye. is uh, Mark Nordenberg, former Pitt uh, Chancellor, and, of course, um, he's still very, very active in many communities.